It's Wildy. I'm not, I'm telling you that you got a good one because I, if a guy did that to me, I will not talk to you because you're playing games. I don't have time for that. I'm grown. I'm Man, grown. when we leave here, we about to double up. Whatever, however much you spent me, I'm about to throw that to you and then give you a kiss good night. That's it. No, you know what I mean? now, now okay, games. let me, let me say how it'd be different. Okay. You have the money, but you act like you didn't have it. And then after the day was over with, you turn around and you cash at me because we, I don't know if you know what that is, but like they can transfer money to you. <laughs> but like you turn around, <laughs> you turn around and, you know, you give me the money back and say, I was just testing you or something like that. But I, uh, I just feel like that's playing games. Welcome to the Wild D Podcast, where our primary goal is to keep you informed and to be your central point of contact for what's happening around us. And anytime we get a chance, we like to give you something to think about. So if you're new to the show, we cover a wide range of topics from society to sobriety, from the culture to the vultures, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. In today's discussion, we meet up with Marciana and Miss Nina J, the host of the Happily Single Podcast. We discuss relationships or the lack thereof, dating through the pandemic, and what's a go or no go for them as they communicate expectations, whether it be through social media or through the dating apps. Along with the banter that you hear, there's a lot to take away, like social cues, awareness, and personal brand. But hey, before we get started, please do me a favor and click the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners just like you. So thank you for your support, your feedback, and your ratings. Now let's get into it. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's a beautiful day. Hey, listen, at this current moment, it's 55 degrees in sunny, sunny, central Florida. Now, I'll tell you this. The good news for me on my end is this is going to be the coldest it's going to be. I'm going to go ahead and say it for the rest of winter. From here on out, it's 60, 70, 80, and I'm loving it because the beach is in sight. Joel, how are you doing, my brother? Man, I'm fantastic. It's sunny here, too. It's a little bit warmer than it's been, so uh, no complaints from me. What's the what's the weather over there right now? What would you say? Earlier earlier when I saw it, it said 44, uh, but that was this morning. But I went out here a little bit ago to get some groceries, and uh, I was out there with a T-shirt, and I was good. 54 degrees. 54. There we go. Oh, okay, we're on the same page, you know. Uh, check we, check in with me tomorrow, okay? <laughs> we'll see what it looks like tomorrow. Right. All right. Um, so I'm happy. This is a great day. Uh, we are blessed with not just one but two guests from the happily single podcast i want to bring in nina and marciana how's it going ladies good good <laughs> going good yeah okay so i do know nina personally so full disclosure i, I want to go ahead and call that out just in case um, you may hear a little back and forth banter in this session uh, today <laughs> but um this is going to get a chance to know you in a different world in a different light. Right. So I, I've been able to connect with you on and off. We've seen each other multiple times, probably over the last, I would say 15, 20 years, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, but this is in the, the, the light of happily single. So I want to dig into mm -hmm. a little bit of the discussion about your podcast, what it's for, uh, who it's for, What's it targeted at and like just the overall concept of it. So I want to give you an opportunity to really just introduce you, your co-host and everything you got going on. Well, I appreciate that big brother. I appreciate that so much. Um, yes. <laughs> As you said, I'm Miss Nina Jay. 
and my lovely ministry partner, Marciana. We are the hosts of the Happily Single podcast, okay? We like to edify, empower, and encourage singles in their single season. Um, This is for men and women. It's not just specifically, you know, towards a certain um, crowd, if you will. Um, But yeah, we came about this podcast just briefly. Um, I came across this book called You're Not in Shining Armor. And in the book, um, she stated, the author stated that in order to be, (laughs) y'all, Finn is making a face. (laughs) But it's, the book is titled You're Not in Shining Armor. And the author stated in the book, in order to be happily married, you must first be happily single. And I just love that, right? So we are just taking our platform. And like I said, we're just encouraging singles in their single season. Um, just talking about how we navigate through single season. Um, no, this isn't for people that's like, I don't ever want to be married. Or, I mean, if you feel that way, you know, if you feel led that you want to stay that way, that's fine. If you want to get married one day, you know, it's, it's for everyone in their single season. Um, I'm going to hand it over to my ministry partner if she wants to add anything into that. Okay, yeah, yes. Hi, I'm Marciana. Um, as Miss Nina J stated, um, a Happy Single Podcast is a podcast that's used to edify and empower and, and encourage singles in their season of singleness. Um, this podcast is really just um, a straightforward podcast. Um, we're um, believers in Christ, so we feel like we're happily single because we have Christ. Um, to help us navigate through this single life. Um, No, it's not something we intend to be in long-term, but while we are there, um, we're going to rock it out. So um, we just try to motivate others to understand that whatever season that God has you in, just understand, hey, embrace that season. As I like to say on the podcast, maximize that season of singleness. So um, for us, that's what our podcast is all about. And um, Again, it just helps us. It's We're very transparent on the episodes, um, just letting you know where we are in that stage of singleness and just understanding that for us, it's temporary. It's not something we designed to be permanent, but while we're in it, we're going to continue to maximize it. <laughs> so, now that's good. I love it. I actually have a question right off the bat, right? Uh, we started this call and I talked about how uh, it's 55 degrees and I'm gonna be honest like that's not something that I'm happy about that's what I said this is gonna be the coldest day for my season of winter right now I would imagine being single in the winter is some cold days so I just wanted to know for the people that you're saying that this podcast is for and you think about this is just that single season in your life how long has that season been Miss Nina J and Marcy how long has that season been going on oh <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it got a little hot even though the subject got hot. <laughs> um, I can be honest, for me, um, I can say now, I feel like I've always, not always, but for me, I say as of now, I would say two years. I was talking to someone and um getting to know someone, but um we just it just not, it wasn't that we ended on bad terms or anything in that nature. It was just that um we speak about it on one of our episodes. Even though you're two good people, that doesn't mean you're good together. And so having to embrace that moment and really accept it and say, okay, Lord, this, he not for me, I'm not for him. And just taking a seat back. Um, so for me, I would say a good two years now that that's in, but even within that relationship, we had only 
been talking for about a year. So <laughs> I've been on that single route for a little minute now. Um, however, I finally got to a place where I'm actually embracing the season and really taking time to work on Marciana. Um, for me, there's no straight answer, right? Like I have to just kind of like explain a bit. It's been a long time since I've been in a relationship. And what I consider a relationship to be um, is longer than six months. It's, you know, you meet families, you're doing stuff together. Have I had situationship? Absolutely. Um, but relationship, it's been over a decade for me. <clears throat> so you're not in a season, you're in a drought. You know what I'm saying? You out here. <laughs> I wasn't trying to do it. I wasn't trying to do it. But no, no, no. Okay. Thank you for clarifying that. Some people season 10, a decade. Okay. That's why you had situationships because you like, you know. And what I mean by, let me clarify about situationships is talking and getting to know people, right? So I know sometimes people have situationships. It's a little yeah. bit more than that. But this is like, I've gotten to know guys, I've dated, you know what I'm saying? But like for us to like say, you're mine, I'm yours. Yeah, that that's, yeah, it's been, a, it's, been a, it's been a while. Okay, now I got that. So I love the the idea, right? So this is not something that is really saying, hey, I'm, I'm happy and this is what I'm going to be for the rest of my life. It's more focused towards, I'm really enjoying who I am right now and I have to work on myself. And there's a journey and a process of self-improvement. I need to make sure that I'm full and I'm complete. I love that. Okay. If you had to look at navigating through that relationship, as you think about 2020, I'm sorry, 2022. Um, and I, I don't even know if you want to go back to 2020, I think that's good too, because at the pandemic hit, it's more like, what has these relationships looked like? And Marcy, you said it's been two years for you. So I'm thinking like, was it like right before the pandemic? Or was it during the pandemic? You're like, okay, this is not going to work. Like, how did that happen? And then I'm pretty sure y'all had talked to somebody in the last two years. What does that connection look like from a relationship standpoint? Is it only virtual? Are y'all FaceTiming to get to know each other? Are you taking the risk of this uh, virus that's going around right now? Or like, like, how are y'all even navigating through those types of questions? Like, hey, are you vaccinated? Or... Like, do you have to meet up and have masks to where this person doesn't even know what you look like anymore? Like, I'm asking all of those questions right now. So just give me a situation and kind of like break it down to me because I live with the person I love. I see them every day. It's all mm. good over here. I have nobody to worry about, you know? Okay. Um, I can, <laughs> I'll say for me, um, per se, um, as far as prior to that relationship ending, it was before the pandemic. So, um, for me, it was more so like I had just recently moved back to the Nashville location and I was living in Atlanta, Georgia. So for us, it was like the distance and the communication and things of that nature. Um, I know a lot of people say they can't do long distance relationships, but I feel like if you have the time and you can really invest that and you don't have to be face to face with each other on a constant basis, then it's possible. Um, but you really have to have a really strong open line of communication in order for that to really succeed um, successfully. Um, so with that, it was more so um, just having to take a step back. And like I said, when you're two good people, because it was nothing he did, nothing to make me like, I'm done with you. It was nothing on that or in that arena. It was more so like, okay, this is not the time. And I was still um, allowing God to work on things in the inside of me. So I was more so like, okay, Lord, I probably should just take a break 
to sit back and really just help you to work on me before I really take time to invest in a relationship. Because I tell anybody, if you're in a relationship, that's an investment and you want to return a profitable return on your investment. So anytime that you're spending with someone, you want to have the benefits that come with that. So for me, I have to say, I need to invest more in myself before I can help invest in anyone else. And so for me, like I said, it happened before the pandemic, prior to the, after the uh, pandemic, um, due to the fact that I do work in healthcare. So I see it constantly. Um, for me, it's been more so just sitting back and just this church has opened back up and different things have opened back up. I've been pretty much out and about continuing to wear my mask safety first. Um, but as far as like dating now, of course, I think social media is the biggest thing. No, I'm not on dating apps. I don't plan to be on one. Do I agree with them? To each his own. It's just something I'm not eating on. So <laughs> with that, I'm just kind of like, okay, um, I have to get out and about if I expect for him to see me or get to know me. I have to get out there. But social media has played a big part in a lot of us millenniums getting to know people um, because they see your profile they see your stories and things like that. So of course I get hit up in the DMs and I'll entertain just to see where it's gonna go. Um, eventually it goes nowhere. Um, so with that being the case, it's more so just still having an open mind to see um, the possibilities. So I, even though I've cut the possibility of doing dating apps, I do still have my social media. And like I said, anytime I can get out and about safety first, then, you know, I want to put myself out there to be open to, hey, hello, I'm over here, what's I mean, up? You're not doing dating apps. <laughs> it seems like, at least it sounds like that you're supplementing, like, that leap of saying, hey, I'm available just for dating to, like, put myself out there. I may go out or I may stay up to speed and, like, also post on social media. Uh, so, you know, people know that, you know, I'm out here. You know, um, one of the fish um, in a room full of plenty of fish. So with, with that being the case, like I'm asking, like, I understand that you're 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 strong in your 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 faith. Right. And you're not like pulling away from that. So what are the posts? That, what are your like posts looking like? You just like reading the Bible or something like what is that? I'm going to need you not. <laughs> Listen, he's trying. I have never posted a post with me reading the Bible. This I have. Honestly. That's true. So, like, how do you that. balance that? Is what I'm trying to say. Like, because you're, you're, you are. I happy mean, on I post, for yourself. Okay, yeah, go ahead. For me, my posts are pretty much like, of course, girls. We love taking selfies. So for me, I'll post a selfie. Um, I'll post if I'm with my friends. If I'm with Nina, anybody. I'll post in that arena. So of course, it's not something like with the Bible. Yes, I do motivational Mondays. So I will post something that is inspirational, that is tied to the word of God. Other than that, you will not see me with a Bible in my hand. You will not see me on there praying, even though I do pray <laughs> in my closed corners. Like I'm not, <laughs> I let my life speak for itself. So I don't have to broadcast that. I want the person to really get to know me. And when I post my videos, I'm posting something funny. I'm saying something that shows who I am. And so I get a lot of comments that's like, girl, you funny. Because a lot of times I lip sing while I'm in the car. I'm, I'm playing some kind of song. It ain't always worship music. It ain't always praise music. It's I love me some R&B. So some old school, you'll see me on there, Anita Baker, whatever. I'm, I'm in there. 
So I will give people to DM even on that arenas, but it's not pertaining to, oh, I see you preaching the word of God. So let me holler at you. It's not, it's not in that arena. <laughs> and I really don't want nobody to get to know me because of my faith. I want them to know, get to know me, who I am individually. And my faith is who I am individually. Okay. I love that. Hey, thanks for clarifying. I, I have no idea. Remember, I'm not the game it's OG, not. you know? So I'm, I was just wondering, like, so these DMs though, like what, what do they look like? Is it more like, hey, you're funny and then like an emoji here and there, or is it more like okay, uh, so shooting a shot? Uh, it's a mixture of both. Um, for me, I get a lot of the eyes. And I always have to clarify what does the eyes mean? Like what is, you know, it's the two beady eyes. <laughs> that emoji so I'm like okay I always clarify like what do you mean like and then they'll say it or you know and I'm like oh here you go you know some of them I, I've already known before like I went to high school some of them um because with my social media I don't have a big following because I'm pretty just I'm me so I'm pretty much just like I don't know a lot of people so I'm not following a lot of people so it's kind of like for me my social media is not like somewhere where I have like a big following it's just People that I really know, like, because I, I guess that's my way of communicating with people, even though we don't have the same, they don't have my number. Um, so for me, it's just pretty much the eyes, the hearts, the googly eyes, I would say, or the, the little heart eyes. Um, and then a lot of times they'll just say it like, you're gorgeous, you're beautiful, or, you know, things in that nature, or you're silly. So um, it's pretty much just, and like I said, I've given my number. I haven't said that, but I've given my number on social media before via Facebook Messenger and just to give a person the time and opportunity to see them out. And then, like I said, time presents itself. And I'm like, yeah, this ain't, this ain't hitting on nothing. So, you know, it was nice knowing you. Great conversation. Not on my end, but maybe your end. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> so, um, a happily bow out moment. But um, other than that, <laughs> Other than that, I mean, that's what the DMs are, you know, it's not nothing. I haven't gotten anything vulgar or anything like that. So I'm, I'm, I like that because I feel like they respect what I put out. So they're not coming to me with that type of energy. Interesting. Marciana, I, I have a question for you. And after you answer the question, I'm going to follow up with why I'm asking that question. Okay. Do you feel like as a result of some of the messages, messages that you get, some of the guys are just really just playing games. Do you feel like it's a lot of games being played via DM? Um, that's a good question. And I would say half and half. Um, some are playing games because those are the ones that once they see, um, depending on what they message. Like I said, I don't get the vocal messages like, ooh, you know what I do to you, or that type of stuff. I don't get that. So I can't really, I don't really say that they playing games until I give them my number and then I see like, what they hitting on because they'll be like okay I'm ready to see you okay all right you don't want to talk first like I'm me like you see my stories like this is me like I'm not catfishing nobody you know this is me um for me it's just I guess having to sit back and allow time to show itself that's what helps me to really filter out if they're playing games or not because I don't really want to just come off the bat and be like are you playing now if they was to say something like what they're hitting on, like, now if they say something like that, then I'm gonna like, okay, you playing games. I'm not even gonna give you a response. Like, you're gonna be on red and I'm gonna keep it moving. But most of the approaches have been very polite and very, I can't say genuine, but very, you know, 
honest in a sense, like pure. Let me just put it that way, pure. Okay. Now, now Nina, I saw some some facial expressions. L let me hear what you think. For you, what does it mean? I just want to say, um, as we're talking about like social media and dating apps, you know, me and Marciano, we, um, before I answer that, we kind of like want to be approached like how it was in y'all's days, like 1950s, you know, like how y'all used to just be at the grocery stores and you just walk up to a young lady. Like we want to be like the old times, you know what I mean? Like we, we got some old souls to us, you know, like, can y'all feel it? We Hey, you just made me curse. I'm glad I oh. had my mic off. You better stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> you, you made me curse about three times so hey you better oh stop my playing. gosh As, okay uh. 1950s <laughs> okay keep going nina is your hearing aid charged <laughs> okay i'm done so um <laughs> but no i listen social media is helpful and honestly i feel like with us having social media why is there a need for dating apps um i hear so many stories of people meeting on social media in falling in love and getting married, right? Um, since the pandemic, I say the pandemic has helped me out so much. So, you know, I mentioned that I've been in a, a what did you say, seeing a drought <laughs> with dating. Um, one of the things that I've learned about myself is I always rushed into things and I didn't give time to see if someone was being genuine. And so I was always ending up with not even getting into a relationship. But what the pandemic has done since we're been on lockdown mask and all that it has slowed me down to really like take time and get to know someone so I did get approached on Facebook somebody sent me a message we talked on messenger for probably a good month maybe I'm lying probably a couple of weeks then exchange numbers and Dwayne's laughing because I've told him about this young man but um <laughs> you know we we exchanged numbers and talked and it didn't we didn't meet up it didn't get that far but I'm grateful that I slowed down and I don't feel like I wasted my time right like I took my time got to know him I had to hit up Marciana and be like girl she had to say let's let's go back to the drawing board let's slow down so I, I feel like social media in during the pandemic has been a blessing at least for me um to just really vet people out because I, like I said, your girl would be like, oh my gosh, she's so cute. Oh my gosh, she called me. <laughs> We're getting married. You know, and that's just not, that's not it. Can't do that. Gotcha. That's, thank you for sharing that too. That's, that's super important that you said that every, every person you meet is not meant to be your significant other for the rest of your life. And I think a right. lot of people need to understand that early. But I asked that question because I was thinking about something that I found to be interesting. I, yes, you're right, Nina. I'm a little older than you. <laughs> so in my day, I remember we used to go to the mall and I'm going to bet y'all are familiar with this game too. You go to the mall with your friends and guys, you talk to as many girls as you can to see who can get the most numbers. Mm -hmm. So the reality is you may talk to 10, 11, 12 girls in the mall. You may come away with one, two numbers on a great day, three numbers. And I fast forward that to today with social media. And, and I consider actually, and I do consider dating apps to be social media because it's a media platform right. where you're socializing. So I, I consider it to all fit into the same category. Do you guys know there are 66 million users on Tinder? If you had to guess, how many would you say percentage-wise are men? If you had to guess, 78% of Tinder users per their analytics are men. 
The much lower number then, of course, is women. So it reminded me immediately of that back in the day. Why would I go to the mall? And the only way that I know I could potentially have success is I've got to shoot this shot over and over and over and over again. And it's more than likely because I'm not going to fit into everybody's mm -hmm. bubble of what they find to be attractive. Then I was looking at some other information and the majority of women say that there's only about 10% of men that they consider to be attractive when they run into them. Again, more data that's out there, which I find to be incredibly interesting. So when you look at some of the, the disparity that exists on dating apps, Tinder as a great example, dudes are swiping, I don't know the directions, but dudes are swiping whatever direction to make the connections as much as they possibly can. But how many women are swiping making that match happen? Let me, so, let me. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Mm -hmm. I, I'd love to hear what you, well, you want to keep going? Yeah, please keep going. I don't want to cut you off. Okay. I'm so sorry. So I'll end it here then really quickly. What it automatically makes me think of, and I, so based on this conversation, you two are going to be kind of the, the anomalies because m normally what I hear a lot of ladies saying is that guys do play games. That's been the consistent narrative for a long time. But you two kind of went against that narrative, which is fantastic. Um, but it made me think, is it really playing games or is it an understanding of the dating marketplace? I've got to try as much as I can. And it may look like I'm playing games, but the reality is because the expectations for me even getting an opportunity to connect with you it's so high that I just got to try it with everybody. So that means it's going to be hard for me to really commit to one situation at a time because it's highly unlikely based on the analytics, the data, it's highly unlikely that I'm going to be able to make a connection anyway. So I'm just shooting everywhere, shooting everywhere. And whoever shoot back, okay, we're going to try that. So I'll let you take over from there. So I just got to come with one more shot. I'm sorry. When y'all were, you know, getting numbers in the mall, me and Marciana, we was in the playground playing on the little plate, so we don't <laughs> understand what you're saying. Um, <laughs> I know y'all not that old. Okay, I'm done. Look, Finn is cringing. <laughs> y'all not that old. Um, I do want to say this. I actually wanted to redeem myself because um, me and Marciana had this talk, or I, I spoke on this on our um, one of our episodes. There's um, this guy that I follow on Instagram, and he goes live a lot, and he's in the church. And he talks about how women, I think I said they're looking for their husbands. And I meant to say they're looking for their wives. I didn't correct myself. Um, but he was speaking on how women in the church, we get so offended when guys are hollering at different women in the church. Like if it didn't work out with your friend, I'm sorry, I'm looking for my wife. I'm going to go holler at the next, you know, person. So I understand what you're saying there. I didn't always see it that way, but it makes sense. Like you're, you're the first person that you go after may not be the only person that, you know, you may not capture that person. So I'm just going to sit here and send out all the hello letters. Good morning, beautiful, whatever these texts are that they be doing. Um, <laughs> but on the other side, I do want to, I know you mentioned that we veered off from it. I do want to say out of the percentage of men from what I'm hearing, the percentage of men that's on these dating apps, they really should not be on dating apps. So a lot of these men that are already married in relationships, and they're on these dating apps trying to um, have, a, have a snack, if you will. They don't even want nothing serious. That's interesting, Nina, because there's also some research and some data on that. And I'll, I'll share these links when, you know, at the yes, end of the please. call so we can include it in the show notes. But it was interesting because it says 
I saw that if I looked at all the things that were considered to be negative around what men do via, via these social media um, outlets, in the particular dating apps, why are married men on there? And they say, per these studies, the majority of men that are on there that are married are not necessarily intending to cheat, but they're searching for some type of validation elsewhere. So it can be considered like an emotional type of cheating, yes. But I thought it was interesting. And your point is even more interesting, Nina, because I would be willing to double down and say the majority of people yeah. on these apps don't need to be on there. True, true. But see, even if you're looking for validation that goes into our purpose of our podcast, you know what I'm saying? Like finding who yep. you are in Christ, finding out who you are and being content and happy with yourself before you get into a marriage. And then you out here on apps talking about something. my wife is not give me words mm-hmm. of affirmation. And I just want words of affirmation from some. No, <laughs> no. Yep. Yep. No, I agree. Totally. That's why I loved what you said. Maximizing the season. I think that is incredibly critical for everybody. And, and that's just with going back to what you said earlier, Finn, when you think about maximizing the season, that's really that time of your own development. When yeah. you are on your personal journey to become the best version, what does that look like? So when you do show up on a Tinder or, or any of the other ones that exist, when you do show up, what are you showing up as? And why are you showing up there in the first place? Is it because you're looking for a long-term commitment or are you just kind of looking to see what's available? So being able to kind of put all that in perspective is, again, I say it a lot, but it's critically important to understand who you are so you know what you're trying to do and why you're trying to do it. So yeah. that way you don't have these situations where somebody says, oh, yeah, they're playing games. No, I'm not playing games. It's just I understand X, Y, and Z. And because of X, Y, and Z, I'm doing this. When you can provide the context, you can remove some of the negative connotations associated with what your behaviors look like. Now, I have friends that played that game, but I also Play have friends that, that Joel described going back to the mall. And, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. courting and seeing how many numbers you can get. But mm-hmm. I also had friends that were on the other side. It was like, I had some people on the other side. I'll just say this. And then they're like, look, I'm all about quality, right? Over over yeah. quantity. And I think that that was important to where it's like, that's too much energy that I'm giving off to go out there, try to remember these people's names, get their numbers, remember whose name with this face, call them, and then all that stuff versus if, if I really want something and I'm serious about it, that's the one that I'll approach, right? And I do feel like, in my experience, the people that were more successful and even had, like, longer-lasting relationships, too, were the individuals that chose the, the quality over the quantity, you know? So yeah. I think that's a balance, right? So, I mean, it, interesting data, interesting numbers and statistics associated with, like like, Tinder and whoever's on dating apps and things of that sort, I think that, you know, that's, that's out there, but there's also uh, another set of dudes that, you know, they're not going to shoot their shot. You know what I mean? Like, because it almost like, it's almost like we know that people are shooting their shot at you. You know what I mean? So yep. like, I'm going to take a different approach. You're going to see me on my grind. You're going to see me working towards me. And then that one day when we meet up, you know, it's all going to be aligned. And I think that that's also another approach to it as well that I've seen work. I don't want to speak on just one side. I'm glad you said that. And Marcy, please jump in. Um, that's what I want for me, right? Like I want my guy, I, even though I'm hearing from men that they shoot their shot or shooting to get something. I understand that may be a tactic, but I want my guy, like I think we mentioned in the episode before, like study me. Like you're, y'all are very observant, okay? Like you know what you want. And come after me. I want to know 
that I'm that I'm the quality. Like I'm special. Like, okay, this is who I want. I'm doing whatever I can to get her. I'm focusing in on her. You know, that that's what I would hope for. Um, and also I'm gonna go deep. I feel like people who are constantly just trying to put eggs in different baskets, are you secure in who you are? Are you in tune with, like I said, we, we, who you are in Christ? Like, are you listening to the word of God? Like, are you hearing him? Is he, you, you know, like he's supposed to order your steps. So are you in tune with God? And he's saying, she is it. That is your wife. Go after her. Then you won't be doing all this going everywhere, shooting all your shots because you know, you heard from God that I'm it. So you're leaning into more of the like, like having standards. You want, you have standards, and you want the person that is courting you to have standards too. You don't want absolutely to have any idea or a thought in the back of your head that you are the one out of ten. That exactly. The shot was was thrown. The goal. The shot was thrown at the goal, and you know, you're. Because I said yes. Yeah. Right. No. Okay. So another question right. following up on that. Marciana, feel free to jump in. During the pandemic, you also got certain people that probably have been a little bit more patient towards the waiting game and has stayed tried and true, right? And, and let me tell you what I mean by that. Some people can fake the funk for a very short period of time when things are up and going, right? And things are like popping, right? Life was normal. However, there's also ways for you to play and act like you're busy, act like you're doing a whole lot more than what you're doing via social media, right? How do you navigate the real from the fake or the genuine from, okay, this person is real. And then this person right here is probably somebody I should stay away from. Um, I know for me, especially if I'm going to gear back towards uh, social media, um, I used to be like, if I see what you post, then I'm kind of like, it's a no-go. I used to kind of just base it off that. So if I see you on your stories, um, smoking, partying up and all that extra stuff and doing the most, doing the most, in my eyes, I used to be like, okay, now I'm good. I'm good. No point. <laughs> if you shoot me with a DM, I'm like, I'm leaving you on red. <laughs> like, mm, I'm not. Nah. Sometimes I just delete the whole message without you even knowing. I saw it like, just swipe now because you can you can see a little preview of what they're trying to say <laughs> and you're like yeah no that's okay um and so I hate to get to a point where I was like okay you know don't be so quick to just be like to erase people you know or just so quick to ignore people um sit back sit back and kind of see and so for me um especially being a believer um I love to sit back and just expect the fruit um so when I say fruit, I mean just seeing what people are portraying, seeing what people are portraying, but not just also what they're portraying, but once I have a conversation with them, what's flowing out of their mouths? Because the Bible says out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So I'm, I'm giving you an opportunity to speak to me in a way that I can sit back and kind of, okay, let me, let me, let me hear you out. Let me hear what he's saying. You know, let me not judge based on his outward appearance of what he puts out there, because a lot of times. I can't say a lot of times, but half the times people do put out what they want people to see. And so they're going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm living this extravagant life. I'm popping bottles and whoop de doo you know. And so, you know, if you if you into that stuff, you're like, oh, yeah, come on, I'm, I'm going to pop some bottles too. So, but if you're not, you're kind of like, 
that does not interest me at all. Okay, great. Um, so for me, I do like to sit back and just don't base it off of what they put on their story, but sit back because I can't ex expect people to be genuine like I know I am. Like what I post is what I'm doing. Like if you look at me, <laughs> I post something motivational, but if you have a conversation with me, I'm gonna try to speak some life into you. That's just me. I can't expect people to be their genuine self like I'm portraying on my social media because this for some people, this is, you know, acting ability. Some people can act based upon what they say. So and they're really good actors. They can be like, oh, I love the Lord and hallelujah, praise Jesus. And then you get on the phone with them like, oh, so I'm trying to see what, what you what you're hitting on. Let me, let me come over there. Let me, what? Hello, hello. My name is Marciana. What's your name again? Like, I don't know you. You think I'm about to do this? No. But um, for me, I just have to sit back. So I, I don't want to, like I say, I don't want to sit back and just judge people based on their stories or what they portray on social media. I just right. give them an opportunity. And then from that opportunity, that's when I'm like, okay, no, this ain't going, we not, we not, we not going to flow. We not going to mix. Because for me, it's a desire, whoever, I always say who God has for me, but just period, just because I look at it from a standpoint, whoever I'm going to be with, I want them to have majority of the same characteristics that I have. So if faith is my biggest portion of my life, then I desire faith to be their biggest portion of their life. Because I don't want to have to, as they say, dumb down or level my stuff out, put it to a flat surface so I can be on your, your level. I just want to be able to say, okay, this is what I'm bringing to the table. You're bringing the same thing. So can we coexist together. I don't want him to feel like he has to change to be with me or me have to change to be with him. Our core values. It's okay. You're going to change. You're going to, um, as I say, evolve within relationships that you're in, but I don't want my core values of who I am that has sustained me in my singleness to now change when I'm married or when I'm dating, because it's like, I'm changing me. I'm changing Marciana. Marciana's faith is who she is. So for me, I desire his faith to be who he is so that we don't have to come, we don't have to conflict in those areas. But for me, I just like to sit back, evaluate, but also give a person opportunity to prove who they are. So happily single, y'all are grounded in your faith. Real quick, one word answer. Are you attracted to the lavish lifestyle? Yes or no? I'm not. <laughs> I, I need you to define lavish. <laughs> All right, so like, here's I my like phone. I like the minor things in life, but I'm not like, all right, so let me, I'm going to break it down for you. Then you said the smoking, yeah, the drinking, down, the doing I... the most, right? However, if you see somebody that they, they look like they're a pretty good person, they say that they, um, let's just say that they're empowering people as well, right? And then they're so happy because now they're able to buy this home or take this trip. And when they're answering that phone, this phone right here, instead of it being a phone, it's actually a stack of hundreds and they're just answering the phone. And that person shoot a DM. You're not gonna respond. You're gonna leave it on red. I mean, I, I, mm -hmm. if they're posting, no, 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 no. If they're posting, no, I'm not. When you say lavish, then okay, then I have to think about flashy. When you just said everything that you said, I'm not for the flashiness. I don't, I don't. I'm very private when it comes to stuff like that. If you got the big billions, okay, keep that because that's how people get robbed. So no, I'm not, I'm not for that. No, if you got money, it's in the bank. The bank account people, they know all that, but the world don't have to know that. So I'm not for the lavish. Now, well off, 
who who don't want to be well off? Like, don't nobody want to be struggling all their life. All right, two people. No, 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 no. We ain't gonna let you do that. Here you go. The situation. I need you. I need to understand who I'm talking to. One person who you assume is well off, and then the other person they got a while to go. You know what I mean? They got they they, they got some work to do. And then those two people slide in your DMs. Which one are you gonna respond to first? Well, in that arena, I'm a it's whoever sent the message first. That's who I respond to. I'm gonna respond to both. Uh, I'm not gonna leave neither one on red. <laughs> I only leave you on red when I see that you you saying something provocative. Like I said, I have not had to have that many encounters and definitely not had that many. So um no, I'm let me clear this up because you got probably millions listening to this episode. Marciana is all for hey, if you grinding now, I can grind with you even now. I don't want a one that's complacent. Let me put it that way. I don't desire anyone to be complacent because I'm not trying to be complacent in my life. No, am I saying you got to have the billions, the trillions? No, sir. If you can handle them thousands properly and you can be a good steward over those thousands, I can rock with you. My desire is that whoever I'm with, they understand the concept of being a good steward over whatever finances the Lord blesses them with. Gotcha. Come on. But the, but the limitation it. is the thousands. What if they just barely own the hundreds? Yeah. <laughs> Can't do that. Can't pay rent. Barely with on the hundreds. What's, what's barely on the hundreds? Because it's like, I mean, what are you working at? Because even McDonald's <laughs> paying fifteen and sixteen dollars. So what are you working at? What you doing? Okay, you got it. You got it. All right, cool. <laughs> but uh, the reason why I'm asking this type of question too, I think this is a uh, cool because, like I'm, like I said, I've been out the game. I'm out the game so long that all I could do is just have these types of conversations for the people who would look at me and say, "Finn, this is good that you're talking about your experience, but you're not on this. Like this, your situation and my situation is totally different. So from that standpoint." I lean into social media and I think that at least for me, I like, I try to do detoxes with it. You know, I try to only get on there when I'm trying to post and it's no disrespect, but if I, if I ever get in that moment where like one of the people that I follow post something and I'm on there for more than two minutes, then I'm, I'm going to show them love. But then I got to like catch myself and then get off of it because I feel like there's a part of it to where it's everybody's highlight that they're posting, not even realizing that some people, even if you're doing reels, you're doing whatever, that's like, they had to try that 20 times. If it's a picture, they got to take that picture 20 times and they put the best one out there out of the 20, you know, and they still second guessing it. Like, I don't know if this is the best one. You know what I mean? So it's so much doubt that's caught up in there that people are trying to put forth their best self on social media. And I try to like, think about that. And like, how do you navigate what people are presenting themselves to you or putting themselves out there as, them their best selves and then actually like what's real like who are you outside these posts that you've been putting up so that's why i really had that question because for me and, and my wife our situation is like she got a chance to know me you know and a lot of people may have thought that i was doing one thing but it was some point in times we would go out to eat and i would just sit there and be like oh man i forgot you know sometimes i forgot and sometimes i would just want to see what she was going to do you know what I mean? And and I think that's like almost like a testing mode, right? I'm going to yeah. be real with you. If I did that in this day and age, then it would be all on social media. Man, don't go out to eat with this dude. You know what I mean? They posted a picture <laughs> about me and they tore me up. Yo, you know? cheapo. Right? I mean, well, or, you know, I don't have it, right? And then say, <laughs> hey, he believe you out there. You'll be washing dishes or whatever. And that could possibly be the situation. So I'm trying to think like, 
at least for me, I'm I'm all the way out. I don't plan on going back in the game, but I'm trying to understand like how do you navigate this current environment, or are you just used to navigating this current environment because you just had to do it for so long? You've adapted. My mom told me when I was oh, you was about to say something, Mark? Nah, you go ahead. Um, when I was younger, she always told me when I start dating, um, I always have money with me whenever I go out <clears throat> because. You just don't know, <laughs> like, if, if he sticks you with the bill, it don't turn out good, you got to get away, so always have your money. So, I will say this, um, if a guy ever did that to me, where he was testing to see where I was, oh, please believe that test will be ending super fast, because I'll pay, but you will never hear from me again. I just, you just, so, so Nina, you trying to tell me, you trying to tell me that I shouldn't be married based off of your, your, your thought process, right? I'm not, I'm telling you that you got a good one because I, if a guy did that to me, I will not talk to you because you're playing games. I don't have time for that. I'm grown. I'm man, grown. when we leave here, we about to double up. Whatever, however much you spent me, I'm about to throw that to you and then give you a kiss good night. That's it. No, you know I mean? now, now okay, games? let me, let me say how it'd be different. Okay. You have the money, but you act like you didn't have it. And then after the date was over with, you turn around and you cash at me because we, I don't know if you know what that is, but like they can transfer money to you. <laughs> but like you turn around, <laughs> you turn around and, you know, you give me the money back and say, I was just testing you or something like that. I, uh, but I just feel like that's playing games. I think, I'm sorry. I think, well, also part of the, part of it from my situation was I'm a, my wife know me and I'm like practical jokes all day. Right. So she had no idea. It'd be sometimes where I would ask her to like, drop me out by the car dealership. I got a, you know, I got my car service and I'm like, ah, oh, man, let me borrow a thousand dollars to go ahead and service this car real quick. You know? And it was just like those types of games were being played just to like as a joke, but. But you not given the whole background. You or your wife, were y'all not friends yeah. before y'all got, okay. So there's a there's a big difference there. You if you're saying it from a standpoint of a guy that just asked me out, right? I we ain't had no background of friendship. I don't know how you roll, how you play. You asking me to pay the bill? Excuse me. No. Mm -hmm. Got you, got you. So do you feel like based off what you're saying, there's a benefit to being friends first? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Do you That's feel what like I want. there's any of your relationships? Looking back, I mean, Nina, you probably can't remember back 10 years ago, Ooh, but yep. so Marciana, I'm going to talk to you, like any of your relationship you think would have been beneficial if you had probably been friends first, or like at least you would have understood if it was even worth going into a relationship with that individual? By all means, yes, yes. Um, I feel like if you have that that core value right there pertaining to just friendship alone, um, you get to learn a lot of, about a person. And they're more genuine. They're more open to exposing who they are as an individual. And you're able to see over time. And so for me, I feel like that's vital. And that's what we're missing in this day and time. Um, that's why there's so many quick weddings. But there's also quick divorces. Because you guys have not taken the time to really get to know this person. Because you can sit back and say, oh, I love this person. But you don't like them. You don't like them because you didn't get to know them. You're more so looking at the outward appearance, um, especially with us, our day and age. We're very visual, um, as they say. And so we we don't really take the time to hear people out or really, as Nina, Ms. Nina J said, vet people 
um, get the time to really know them. And I feel like in friendship, you know that person, you see them in season and out of season, you see their ups, you see their downs, you see their dislikes, you see their likes. And in that moment, you can say, I, I still like you. Like, I still want to be friends with you. I still enjoy being around you, even though you get on my nerves, even though you call me too much or, you know, whatever. It's still, it's still that value. And I feel like if people can take a step back and really build on a friendship and let that be the foundation of a relationship, I feel like you can really grow and flourish because in those dark moments, you can be like, I just can't leave my friend. I can't, I can't leave my friend. So for me, I desire that. That's why I'm like, come on, Lord, like I'm ready to build that friendship first, you know, and that's sounds like a little minute. Let me at least get all the seasons in. Um, so with that, I'm just, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Friendship is definitely needed. So, so Finna, I, I want to jump in real quick, if it's okay. Um, Everything you guys are saying is making me think of something. And I would like to just throw a bit of caution to you, something to consider. Nina, you mentioned it, and I thought it was very, very interesting. You said that your mother taught you a long time ago. You know where I'm going, right? Your mother taught you a long time ago to always be able to protect yourself. So as a man attempting to date or court a woman, what protections do I have? So if I'm, every time we get together, I'm coming out of pocket to make sure that you're good because you are the quote unquote, the prize in this scenario. What protections do I have? I did, I'm, I did, I did it. Not Nina J specifically, but just saying in general, what protections do I have? So the reason I'm bringing this up is because I think it's important to understand that there's risk associated on both sides. But unfortunately for us, you know, of the male gender. And similar to Finn, I've been out the game for about eight years now. And for us, there's not a lot of protections. The expectation is we are always supposed to show up in this way. And the minute we don't show up in that way, we suddenly are no good. We're suddenly not worth that callback. But I could be the best thing that could have ever happened. But because I, I don't have those protections, I don't, hey, why don't we just get coffee? spend five, six dollars on a, on a quote unquote first date actually getting to know each other. Why do we have to go to this four or $500 restaurant? And I'm not saying that that's what you two are saying, but if you look at the societal standard currently, it is that if you want to be with me, you need to come with the bag. And, and the minute I start lying, you, can, you guys can stop me here. So the point I'm making is my caution to everybody especially to, to, to young ladies, is to understand that every warning that you've ever been given in terms of preparation for dating, the opposite side, men have also been given warnings and things to look out for and to be concerned with when it comes to dating. So again, I, I go back to it about maximizing the season. The best case scenario, and it doesn't happen often, is when both people, anytime I hear somebody say, you complete me, or even when I see that in these movies, these Disney stories where it's created this ridiculous concept of what love is supposed to be, it takes me back to that. The question of what do you bring to the table is ever present. And what I would challenge people to do, um, young ladies, especially right now, is say, what is it? What are my characteristics, my traits? What is it that I bring to positively impact a relationship or a marriage? And when you're able to be able to say those things consistently, and when you're able to ask the other side and you can have that type of conversation, I think you're in a good place. But what you'll hear is 
there's not a whole lot of good responses given in those scenarios or those conversations. So it gives cause for pause. So I, I love the conversation, but just just a word, word to the wise from, from an old dog who'd been around the block a few times, understanding what's going on, because I may be a little different from Finn in this regard. I'm very much plugged into what's going on in the dating atmosphere right now because I have a five-year-old and Finn has, has babies too. I have a five-year-old and a 13-year-old. And what I look at is how does social and media and the news potentially impact my kids? What narratives are being painted right now that could potentially negatively impact them later in life? So I want to know what people are saying. I want to know what they expect on a first date in a relationship period. I want to know if somebody feels like, no, I'm the prize. You know, what do you bring to the table? I am the table. No, you need to come and impress me. I'm never going to allow my daughter to walk out the house feeling like that. She's going to be able to say, this is what I bring. I know this because I've worked on myself to make sure that I'm bringing these things. Then I can require things of you. If, if I'm not bringing anything, how do I even have the audacity to expect you to bring something? So just, you know, just throwing out there as a piece of caution for anybody that's listening to this, make sure that you can eloquently express the things that you possess, the traits, the characteristics, the qualities that can improve a relationship, not just somebody else's life, but a relationship. You need to improve yourself, but what do those things, how do they manifest in a relationship? Do you all feel like you are the prize in a relationship or do you feel like the person that is coming to the relationship with you should be the prize? Well, I guess I can go since Miss Nina J over there, quiet mouse, still mouse. <laughs> um, okay, so the question you stated was, do I feel like I'm the prize or do I look at them as the prize? Yeah. Like, do I feel like... Um, I like to look at it on, on both spectrums. Um, if I'm going to speak biblically, um, the Bible does say, he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor with the Lord. Um, when I take that scripture into context, I do feel like God is saying that once he obtains that good thing, which is that wife, then that's when his favor comes to play. So I feel like a lot of people have taken that scripture and kind of mixed it up, add a little of this, add a little of that. To, to really hone in on the fact that to make women feel as if that we're prize worthy or to feel like we're the exception to the rule. Um, I, per se, my own values, I like to look at it at both arenas because I do want whoever that I end up with, I want to look at him as a prize. I want to look at him as a prize, meaning like, man, I won. Like, I, I won. And I want him to have that same viewpoint when he looks at me and say, you know, I won. Like, we're winners, like we're winning because we have each other. So for me, I feel like as body believers, I feel like us as Christians, we have taken that that scripture and really manipulated it in a way to make it feel like we're not, that men are not as valued as women are. And the Bible, the word of God tells us that we're all fearfully and wonderfully made in his own image. So to me, we're all a precious gift. So for us, it's just, you have to sit back and really take in what that scripture is really meaning and don't try to twist it in a negative way to make it just hone in on like, no, I'm the queen of England and you better bow down to me. You better serve me. You better do this. You better come right, you know, by all means. But it should be on both spectrums. So when I hear the whole concept of what am I bringing to the table or I am the table? Yes, your confidence level. Yes, that's 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 the table. Yes. But what is the spread on the table? And for us, we do. I love how. Joel stated that we needed to sit back and really think like 
when we jump into a relationship, like, what am I offering up? Like, what distinguishes me from the rest of the women that you've entertained? Like, and that's what singleness is all about. I feel like that's why God intended singleness to be a season where you really allow him to prune things that's inside of you that's negative and, and building you. Because when you think about Adam and Eve, I mean, Adam, before Eve was even present, presented, Adam knew who he was and he knew who he was and he was working in who he was and who God had called him to be. So for us as singles, especially happily single, we really want singles to hone in on this is your time to really allow God to work on you so that you don't feel like you have to get in a relationship to feel like they complete you because that is totally not the word of God. <laughs> like it's totally yeah. no one, no one should ever complete you because if they leave this earth, then what? You're depleted now, like you're nothing. Like, no, no, I want to be a hundred percent when I'm in the relationship. And I want that person to be 100%, not 50, you know, because you hear it all the time, it's 50, 50, it's 50. No, it's 100, 100, because if you divide that thing up, you're still lacking. So I'm, I'm 100, I'm going to come 100, and let's make the same word. So from that standpoint, it need to be two prizes, right? Like, I need to feel like I'm the prize, but I also need to feel like I have a prize, right? That way, you know, Christmas is better, you know, or the season is better because there's two prizes. Now, in that same breath, if things don't work out, it's not like I feel like a part of me is missing. I still feel like, you know, I'm winning because I am that prize, right? And there doesn't have to be any, like, negativity or animosity in the relationship. Now you can just really go on and you feel happy for that person. I like that a lot. One Quick question, I guess, you know, sunny Florida might be a little shade, but if the season is too long and it goes into a drought, doesn't that like ruin the crops? You know what I mean? What does that do for the crops? You know what I mean? Like, I'm just wondering, like at at some point in time, there has to be a lot of like nourishment going on. Like, you know what I mean? Like, how do you make sure that you are prepared? Like, so for example, Marciana, if we had to go to you, like, how did you know when you are ready, when you say, okay, you know what, I'm now ready for this? Or is that something that just you stumble upon as you're being happy and on this self-improvement journey? Same thing with you, Nina, like for you, like not relationships, situationships, not seasons, droughts, and, you know, (laughs) The land is not plentiful right now. So if that's the case, I'm wondering, like, at what point in time in your journey are you going to say, you know what, now I'm ready? So let's just say that situation presents itself today, right, or tomorrow, Monday, whatever that case may be, how do you know that you're ready to embark on this journey? Um, For me, per se, um, like I said, when prior to the relationship that I was in about two years ago, two and a half years, really, to be honest, um, I knew then in that relationship that I, that there was things in me that I needed to get work on. And I knew that there was things that I needed to sit back and really just take the time to invest in myself and to see, you know, like deal with insecurities. I'm put it out there, just deal with insecurities. Um, as a female, you just, you deal with so many things and that's why social media breaks are always a good thing. Cause a lot of times you can get bombarded with what you see and what they, um, display beauty to be so you can sit back and start judging yourself so for me I had to get to a place where I was like okay Lord like 
help me to see me the way you see me. And so help me not to compare myself to other people's beauty. Like, let me just sit in and focus in on the beauty that you've given me. So for me, it took those that time of separation from the outside world and really to just hone in in the inside of me and be like, okay, I'm gonna work on me. I'm gonna work on me. So as I, I feel like you're gonna always be working on you, regardless of what, what relationship you're in or whoever you get to talk to, you're gonna always be gonna evolve into something better. Um, but for me, I can say now I've taken that time to really invest in Marciana, to sit back and say, okay, Marciana, what do you like? What do you dislike? What are some things that you're trying to improve on um, financially, physically, emotionally? What are those things? And so for me, I've taken that time to sit back, evaluate myself and see, okay, where did I, where did I go wrong in this relationship? What did I, you know, how was my attitude in this in this arena. And so for me, just sitting back and taking the time, I feel like time is needed. And a lot of times we're so, with this world we live in now, it's, everything is instant. We want this, that, this, this, and that. I know I said it on one of our podcasts, we're, we're so used to prom. We want our stuff immediately. And if you're, not, if you're telling me it's going to take two more days for me to get my stuff, I'm like, I don't know, refund me my money. Like y'all said it's going to get here tomorrow. So for us, we have to really sit back and allow time. And the only way you can really bet yourself is give yourself time, give yourself that grace to learn who you are. And so for me, I have definitely taken these years of singleness, taking that time and really invest in me and pour into me because what? how can you pour into others if you're not poured into yourself? And so for me, I've taken that time and I'm still taking that time and to the Lord see fit whatever I'm still going to take that time to invest in me so that I can really like I said earlier be a great and turn return on my investment and the best investment anybody can do is to invest in yourself you cannot invest in anyone if you have not taken the time to invest in you so that's my viewpoint on it Miss Nina J I'll let you take it away um before I answer that I just want to to give a kudos to you, to you, Joel and Dwayne. I know you personally for really being in your kids' lives as far as um, monitoring social media, just what today, just how things are flowing. I think it's so important that parents really encourage their kids to be authentically themselves. Um, social media is raising a lot of kids. Social media is influencing a lot of us adults, unfortunately. And um, that's, that's deadly. That can that can be so deadly, and just encourage children to say, "Hey, you may you may you may like the voluptuous three hundred pound woman, okay? That like her cheeseburgers and potatoes and pizzas. She don't have to look like, you know, a model over here. But that's what you like in being that. Don't let other people's views or expectations taint what you what really makes you happy. You know what I'm saying?" So um, I just want to say kudos to y'all. Like we need more parents like that um, because Jesus. Uh, and I said that to say, cause Joel, you mentioned something. I, was, I wasn't gonna say nothing, but I have to. When you mentioned about the protection for men, let me sound like a, um, <laughs> let, me sound, let me just say this. Most men be going after these chicks that are gold diggers cause they look like Oh, you know, they got the nice body. They got the nice face. They get their face done. They this, 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 this. And so the protection is y'all need to be okay and securing yourself and what you like 
and go after what your heart says. Don't be going after what looks good and she got this and da 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 Okay? I just want to say that for the listeners that's out there just trying to get them a trophy wife or something. Quality. We said it. Quality. Okay, I'm sorry. Let me really back in. Um, I forgot to mention that in the book that me and Marciana read, she does encourage, the author does encourage at the end of the book for singles to take a break from dating. Like, for at least six months. Don't date. You know, get back in tune with God, heal, do whatever you need to do. Um, and then, re- you know, reassess where you are and get back out in the dating world if you are. And me and Marciana, we did that journey together. We were like, all right, sis, we're going to hold each other accountable. We're going to, you know, be there for one another. We're not, we're not going to date. We're going we gonna to shut it down. Um, and so I can say that I'm ready. Um, in previous episodes, I said I was done with dating. I wasn't going to get married. I was going to be Paulina in the Bible. I was just going to just be by myself. Um, but I know that I'm ready because I've allowed God to heal me in areas. I'm able to slow down, like I said earlier, in situations. I don't rush um, into liking guys. I mean, if I do, I, you know, if I start to like guys, I calm down, try to like look at the fruit. Just men be telling on themselves. Just give them time. Just give them time. Um, <laughs> I like to say men because I'm a woman. Okay, no, you're right. People do. <laughs> you're right. People do tell on themselves um, over time. But since I like men, that's what we gonna talk about. But um, yeah. So look at Dwayne. But yeah. So. I think that's what you're asking. How do we know? It's just a peace of mind, man. I think this was a good conversation. I feel like there's so much more that's going to end up evolving out of this conversation. And pretty sure that we're going to receive a lot of feedback on it too. So with that being the case, uh, I can't wait to see what comes in based off of what you all said. And, um, you know, maybe we can bring you all back over here so we can have some more discussions and I can, I can dig into some of the pieces of feedback and the elements about this drought. I need to know, I need to know about the land. You know what I mean? I need to know about the land and the drought. Like, how are, the, how are you going to make it through? That's the biggest thing that I'm thinking about. Like, how do you know if you're ready, if your land isn't prepared for it, right? Not thinking about emotionally, right? Your body, your mind, you know what I mean? So I think that 10-year thing, Nina, we're going to have to talk about that on another level and uh, make sure that you're prepared. Not not just calling you out, but I want to think about anybody, right? Anybody that's been in a... I mean, you think about it, anybody who hasn't been in a relationship over the past two years. If they had two years prior to that, then they're probably in that same boat. And I think relationships have totally changed <laughs> since uh, the pandemic, right? So uh, one of the things that I, I want to think about in the future. But uh, with that being said, give me a place where people need to go listen to your podcast. Like, uh, go ahead and give a shout out for your podcast. How do people follow you? And what you all do if they need to stay up to speed on what you all do. Miss Nina J, I'm gonna let you go ahead and spill that. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you can follow us on Instagram at the Happily Single Podcast, the Happily Single Podcast, and then on Facebook, it's Happily Single. Awesome, dope. And then what about the people? Well, I guess y'all don't share y'all and personal stuff, huh? Because you don't. 
Yeah. Uh, like I said, my following is very small, but hey, if y'all would love to follow me, I do follow back. <laughs> I am created by Christ underscore 777. Um, Marciana, that's my name. Um, yeah, that's, that's about it. On Facebook, Marciana Floyd. So. And to my single fellas, if you're listening to this, you can contact me at 615. <laughs> 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 I'm just playing. <laughs> so, my name is Miss Nina J, and that is my Instagram, M S N E E N A J, the letter J. Um, I follow back to maybe if you ain't creepy. Yeah. Hey, that's it. No, no. Hey, Nina, thank you for that. And then, um, hey, everybody, I did not cut out her phone number. That She actually stopped that. So if you reach out in any of those outlets that she gave you, maybe you can get that. And then please report back to Wild D. I'll be happy to follow up with her the next time I talk to her. With that being said, we will link all of their information in the show notes. And thanks again for stopping by. This is Marciana and Miss Nina J. And they are the Happily Single Podcast. Say on that. all streaming platforms check them out thanks thank you for having us thank you big thanks to the happily single podcast for joining us today to learn more about them and everything that they're up to we linked all their information in the show notes and we value good conversations and good relationships and this is one that we truly cherish so why not reach out to them and tell them what you enjoyed about the episode and while you're at it Reach out to us and tell us what you enjoyed about the episode or what you felt like you disagreed with the episode as well. We'll have all that information in the show notes. And please share the podcast with your friends and family, friends of family and family of friends, because there's not too many things better than a community developing together. Remember, your life only gets better when you do. Work on yourself first and the rest will follow. Let that be a testament to your own development. See you next time.